Welcome to another episode of Good Taste Bad Grammar, powered by the family brand. Be sure to like, share, subscribe on Apple and Spotify podcasts. And be sure to follow us on social media at Good Taste Bad Grammar. Enjoy the episode. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Rod Carter, coming at you live with Good Taste Bad Grammar. I'm here with my boy, Brad Brooks. How you doing, bro? Yeah, man, I'm good, man. How are you feeling, bro? Man, can't complain. It's been a good week so far. We're here for another good episode, but of course, but of course, but of course. Of before course. we get into it, we got to start with the Good Taste segment. So, Deuce, Stefan, we'll get me. into it. But to start us off, name three good resources to help grow financial literacy. Uh, you got to have, at this point, you got to have social media. You got to be following somebody who's sending out information to you, uh, whether it be on stocks, whether it be on these different type of investment options that you have. You got to be tapped in somewhere um, where you're getting something from a valuable source. Um, you need to have a phone. You got to have a phone or a laptop, some type of technology to get your brokerage account going, um, whether it be your IRA, your regular taxable account, your life insurance, whatever. You got to have some type of means in 2021. You got to have an mm-hmm. iPhone, Android, whatever it is for you. Um, the third one, you gotta have um, you gotta have that mindset. You gotta have a mindset to learn. You gotta have a mindset to be able to you know transform your mind around money, and start to learn and understand these different things that are available to us, um, and just not know like whatever money comes in, you can just spend it. You gotta learn to be like, okay, I gotta start building for the future, building for um, you know my family. That's dope. I, I like how you retur- referred to mindset as a resource. I think yeah. that's really um, notable and something to point out. But um, the second good taste question, name three good entrepreneurs to have conversation with. Uh, like if I if I could? Or Let's just, go with if you could. If yeah. I could, uh, Dave Ramsey. Mm. Um, the guys that earn your leisure. Yeah, that's good. I like that. I and love then... That Honestly, it, it's kind of different from what I do, but LeBron. LeBron is so, his, his, his portfolio, all the things that he's into and all the things that he's been able to accomplish, man, I just, to be able to pick his mind, mm-hmm. I could only imagine some of the advice that he'd be able to give somebody. On and off the court. Absolutely. Most yeah. definitely. Um, and so the last one to round us off, name three good ways to start investing. Get educated, um, get your account created. And then get started, man. It's literally that simple, man. It's not confusing at all. It doesn't take a whole bunch of money, which I'm sure we'll get into, you know, mm-hmm. in the episode. But get started. I mean, get your uh, account created, get educated, and get started. Most definitely. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm excited for this episode. Yeah, it's going to be good. Be a good one, a lot man. of gems coming it's your gonna way. It's going to be a good one for sure, man. And this is somebody that, you know, we've been... Obviously, we've been uh, exchanging conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm glad that we're finally getting to do it, man, because this is my guy from way back, uh, still out here doing his thing, financial coach, owner of Ask You Financial, podcast yes, coming soon. Yes, you know what I'm saying? He over here helping the, the whole city, man, ensuring yeah. that we can really understand financial literacy and taking us to that next level. Stefan, ask you, man, introduce yourself to the people, man. Absolutely. It's Stefan, ask you. Some people call me Deuce, but I go by um, Stefan, ask you, owner of Ask You Financial creator of the Ask You Financial podcast that will be coming very, very soon. Um, and I'm just trying my best to spread financial literacy to everyone, whether your age, your, you know, what, whatever color you are, your income level, whatever that may be, we all could take advantage of all of these things out here. And that's my mission. That's my passion. 
So, absolutely. Let's get into it. Hey, man, we got a lot to dive into today, man. I know you said we're going to dissect a little bit of the stock market, uh, how to save money, how to make money, and ultimately maximize what you do have. Um, But before we get into that, man, you know, you are a Charlatan. Yes, sir. You know, that's something that we're very proud from, uh, you know, being from the four, man. Uh, Tell us a little bit about your upbringing. um, And ultimately, you know, how did we get to this point, man? Who is Stefan Askey? Absolutely. So, I was born in Virginia, um, but very early on, my father was in the military, so he was stationed in Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived in Fayetteville for a little bit, but primarily, um, you know, through elementary school up, it's been in Charlotte. I went to Ottawa Elementary, went to James Martin Middle School, went to Mallet Creek High School, and just, honestly, man, I, I love Charlotte. There's no other place that I, I could imagine growing up. You know, it's a, you kind of get both sides. You get the city feel, you get the kind of the country town yeah. um, with it being down south, but it, it's literally everything, man. You have all types of people here, all types of um, different things that you can do, and just honestly, man, I, like you said before, I grew up playing football, playing sports, whatever it may be. Got to high school, started taking football a lot more serious. Was able to get a scholarship to the Naval Academy, um, which is one of the three, um, you know, service academies in them. You got Army, Navy, and the Air Force. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to the prep school, the Naval Academy prep school, which is in Rhode Island. Ended up getting diagnosed with MS up there, so I, you know, I had a medical, um, medically retired from the military. But I came back home, UNCC, um, and it's been honestly. It's it's been love since then, man. I graduated from UNCC in 2019. Um, started working in corporate finance uh, right after that. Started Ask You Financial, man, in March, just with the the passion I had to, you know, do this mission to just help people, help mm-hmm. people. March of this year. March of 2021, yes, sir. Oh, um, thank you, appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Just to try to get as much out there, There's so much information that us as our community and then exactly of our generation, well, we're not either thinking about it, we don't know about it. If you don't study finance or your parents didn't teach you. Um, then it's impossible for you to know these things. It's, they're sure. not going to teach us this stuff, you know, just mm-hmm. hand it out. Um, for sure. So I try to, you know, help as many people as possible just to get, you know, build wealth, get invested, save the mm-hmm. money, think about retirement early on. Um, because it's truly, the sooner you start, the better you're going to be set up. For sure, man. And you definitely got to take advantage of that, man. Because like yeah. you said, um, you know, everyone might not necessarily want to reach back. Um, and it is a luxury to have. Um, and I know uh, just knowing you as a person, man, diving a little bit uh, to your lineage, uh, you were exposed to a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, specifically yeah. with your dad being an entrepreneur. Um, but you were also a student athlete as well. And I know a lot of people kind of have that uh, typical stereotype that student athletes is only sports. That's the only focus that they have. But ultimately, you knew that, hey, man, I want to make this series. Yeah. I want to start finding my passion for uh, reaching back, learning financial literacy. Uh, when did that all begin for you? Uh, truly, I don't know the exact pinpoint, man. I don't know when the moment was when I just learned about investments and learned about the stock market. But just the idea of, yeah, you know, my parents, they always told me, yo, save your money, save your money. And in my mind, it just didn't really resonate because people always tell you a dollar today is worth more than a dollar tomorrow. So, like, the dollar is getting worse and worse in value. But when you think about the stock market, your money can increase. So it's the complete opposite of what you're doing when your money's just sitting For in sure. your savings account. So I don't know exactly when that pinpoint happened and when that moment happened, but... When I got introduced to stocks, investments, uh, you know, whether it even be bonds, all of these different things, I was like, yo, my mind is completely blown. And like, well, why is this stuff not taught in school? And the more and more research, you know, I did, it's clear why it's not because, you know, it's, it's supposed to, they wanted to make it seem like it's too hard or it takes a whole bunch of money so that lower and middle class families don't take advantage of it. But, you know, it's, it's there for us to take advantage of it. We just got to go out and get the information and get started. Right. Dope. Absolutely. Most definitely. And you touched on kind of that upbringing and, and not necessarily knowing exactly when the moment happened. But what are some things from your upbringing that you, you know, now can look yeah. back and see 
you know, that got you, I guess, in the mindset of investing or saving money or, or, or doing different things like that. Right. So, um, yeah, I grew up with my father and my father was always on me like, yo, just save half. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, whatever. if you get $10, say, put $5 away. Um, so just that principle, that fundament, that fundamental of just not spending literally everything that you get mm-hmm. um, and treating yourself like a business. Like a business, you get revenue, um, but that's not your profit. You still got expenses. You still got things that you got to take care of. So just looking at your finances like it's a business, understanding that your income and the money that you make from work is not what you're building wealth with. You still got to pay rent. You still got to buy groceries. You still got to do these things. You got to live. You still yeah. got to live, right? Yeah, you right. still got regular stuff that's going to happen. A tire going to go out. Mm-hmm. Your, you know, air conditioning pipe might burn. Whatever it may be, this mm-hmm. stuff that we got to think about. So you got to set yourself up to where those... Uh, you know, roadblocks or those, you know, things that may be a headache, it's going to happen. So we might as well prepare for that while also building stuff for the future. So getting ready for retirement, even if we're only 25, um, you know, starting to think about uh, estate planning, whether if, you know, one day, I'm sure all of us, if you do or you don't, you know, want kids, but you want to make sure they got stuff set up for them. Right, right. Um, Because other communities and other cultures have been giving their kids a whole lot of money when they turn 18 or paying for college and stuff like that to where... In our community, it's almost like, oh, he privileged or he spoon-fed. But it's like, nah, that's what we're supposed to do for the next generation. Right. Like, it's not a problem for, we're supposed to be saying, okay, here go your down payment for your house. Yeah. Like, that should be normal. It shouldn't be like... It should be better than yeah, when you first started. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. That's the type of stuff that... Um, but it takes taking these things serious right now before we even get to that point. You know, we can't just flip the switch. Uh, we got to get the education on it. We got to get the knowledge on it. And then we got to, you know, start putting pen to paper. Right. So you just briefly touched on the education and knowledge. So what are some of the early things that you kind of started learning? Um, I know you talked about, you know, learning from your pops and different yeah. people around. But what are um, some of the other early things that you started learning around investing or, or, or working with money um, that kind of got you moving? Um, yeah. For somebody that's like thinking about like, oh, I'm thinking about starting with it, but I don't know necessarily right. where to start. When I learned that the money sitting in our savings account is literally being invested or being used to make the banks more money. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, nah, I'm not. I definitely have your emergency fund. So what I say is three to six months of whatever your fixed expenses are. So if your bills and your rent and everything together is, uh, let's just call it a thousand dollars. So mm-hmm. as long as you have at least three to six thousand dollars in your savings account, after that, all of that money that's sitting in there is being given out in credit card loans, mm-hmm. uh, car loans, a mortgage, a personal loan. Any, uh, they're investing into the stock market. All of these different things where they're getting a whole bunch of interest. They're getting a whole bunch of interest. And I'm sure if anybody, if any of us in here look at our bank account statements, you're going to see like a 0.01 dividend yeah. on our yep. savings account. So right. it's like... That's not doing nothing. That's not doing... <laughs> it's little, and with inflation, a dollar is worth less later on. So right. I'm mm-hmm. not getting nothing. And the value of what's in there is decreasing right. while they're using that money to go to make, make more, more money. money. Yep. I'm like, nah, this information, that what they're doing is the same stuff that I could do. For sure. Um, so and that, that kind of like clicked for me. I'm like, nah, I'm not having a whole bunch of money in the bank just for them. Yeah, yeah. and God forbid you have an emergency, like you said, because you can't go there. I yeah. mean, it's in the reserve, so it's not like you yeah. can go to an actual bank and pull it. Right. Yeah, nah, it's... Once I learned that, man, I was like, all right, but people need to know about this and people need to start taking advantage of the same thing that those banks are taking advantage of. For sure. Most definitely. So Brad and I were talking and um, he talked about how you kind of specialize more so in long-term investing. And right. so for people that are listening that don't necessarily know much about investing, can you kind of explain the difference between a long-term investment and a short-term investment and kind of what, you know, that would be, what it would look like um, as opposed to the other side of short-term investing? Absolutely. And so, the benefits of kind of both sides. Right, absolutely. So when it comes to short-term investing, is people was here to be called trading. So there's stock trading where they're looking at charts and they're looking at different 
Um, it's called te- technical uh, analysis, mm-hmm. where they're looking at different. They have different ratios. They have different charts that they'll go off of. Where okay, this is the right time to buy. This is the right time to sell. I'm going to execute this trade. It may be ten times a day, fifteen times a day, twenty times a day, whatever that may be. Um, but in the grand scheme, there's it's a human, like it's a human mind trying to say this is the right time to sell it. This is the right time to buy it. So mm-hmm. they're thinking, okay, the chart is going like this. This is where the bottom is. This is when I'm going to buy it. Um, because this is the lowest it's going to get. But with people, and I try to express to people all the time, is there's no possible way for anybody to know that bottom point. There's no possible way for us to try to time the market like that. Just because it's a, it's like it's literally a market. People are buying and selling all day, every day. So there's right. no way to know when that bottom point is. In the same way at the top, there's no way to say, okay, I'm going to sell when it gets to this point because that's the highest it's going to get. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no way a person would know that. If somebody knew that, then they will be selling that for millions and millions of dollars. Like, but it's, it's no way to know that stuff. So um, there's a saying called time in the market is greater than trying to time the market. Mm-hmm. And that's what I talk about when you mention long-term investing. Um, you know, we can just take the S&P 500, for example. So mm-hmm. the S&P 500, if anybody who doesn't know, it's an index of the biggest, the 500 biggest companies in America. Um, and normally when people say the stock market is up, the stock market is down, they're talking, talking about, about the S&P 500. So since like 1920, since it was created, over time, it has a yearly return of 10%, mm-hmm. right? So if you can get 10% over the long term, if you keep your money in, that's compound interest. So that's, if we're 25, that's 30, 40 years, it's going to show up way, way better and show up more. You know, your account is going to be greater than trying to sit on the computer, which I'm not knocking nobody. People make money with it. People right. you know, are, are able to take advantage of it. But mm-hmm. over the long term, it takes out that mental and that human era of, okay, this is the right point to sell, this is the right point to buy, mm-hmm. because it's literally impossible for anybody to know that. For sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah, I agree. So you're touching on, you know, a lot of kind of advice and, you know, financial tidbits, but um, you are a financial coach. Right. Um, you hear the term financial advisors and financial coach used loosely. Can you kind of differentiate Absolutely. that for us so people can understand what the difference is between a financial coach and a financial advisor? Absolutely. So a financial advisor is, um, so we've heard about it all the time when a person, let's say, makes it to the NFL, they say, yo, you need to make sure you get a financial advisor. Mm-hmm. And what that financial advisor is going to do is say, okay, I'm going to control your money. I'm going to give me a portion of, give me $100,000 and I'm going to choose what investments to put that in for you. That's cool. But what does that athlete or what does that person, whatever, whoever it may be, what can they do for their children? They can't teach their children anything. They can't tell their children, you know, what to do with their money. They can't tell their children how to control their money or manage their money. Me as a financial coach, I'm going to give you all of the tools, all of the knowledge so that you can go and teach your nieces, teach your nephews, teach your children. Um, Because it's easy for us just to give our money to somebody else to allow them to do it. Mm -hmm. Hey, here, take this $1,000, put it in something, just bring me back the return. Mm -hmm. I learned nothing. My my mindset has not been transformed at all. You don't even understand the language. Mm -hmm. 100%. I could die today. Like, say I'm I'm a financial advisor, you give me, I could die today. You get your bread and you still don't know what to do. You know what I mean? So as a financial coach, my passion is teaching each and every person this is what a stock is. This is what a bond is. This is what the S&P 500 is. Mm-hmm. So you have all of this information, all of this knowledge. So now when you have children or when your nieces and your nephews get old enough to understand, you could teach them how to work a credit card, mm-hmm. how to build your savings, how to do all of these things. So when they turn 18, they got a 700 credit score already. Yeah. Because they they understand that it's not a cycle of, okay, I'm 18. I signed up for a credit card without knowing what it was. I got mm-hmm. bad credit. I got credit card debt. I got this car loan when I shouldn't have got it. Mm-hmm. That cycle that keeps going, mm-hmm. and then we don't worry about stuff until we turn 40. 
for sure. So that would be the biggest difference of it. Well, coaching and advisor, that's yeah. what's up. And, and even, like, with that coaching, bro, like, you know, one thing I appreciate about you, like, you've set the, you know, foundation of what you want to do. Like you say, you're passionate about it. You want to reach back. You want to be um, able to provide this for people. Um, and you did a uh, Instagram Live on just the stock market as a whole. Right. And I, I do want to touch real quick, too, like, because there are a lot of misconceptions within the stock market of, oh, I didn't know I could buy this, or what is it? Um, so, you know, could you touch on what are some things that people can buy in the stock market, um, the easiest ways to go ahead and get started? Because there's so many applications now yeah. where you can literally invest from your bed. And, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily know that right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. So, yeah, the what you meant, like, the applications, you can get, uh, you know, they have... Fidelity, you got Vanguard, you got TD Ameritrade, you got E-Trade, all of these different um, applications, they're, they're just called brokerage accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, and a brokerage account is just where you can buy and sell stocks. Uh, you know, you before it was New York Stock Exchange, you got to go to New York to do all, do all that, like we mentioned, it's 2021. Right. You can do it from your phone. So like you said, you can do it literally from your bed, download the Fidelity account, uh, Fidelity app, create an account, link your bank account, transfer the money to your uh, Fidelity account, and from that point you can buy and sell stocks. Um, and it's, it's literally that easy. And then going to the point for which you can get, I'm super big on index funds. I mean, maybe we can get into it a little later, um, but it, it does take a little time to explain. But an index fund is just a combination um, of stocks, but it's tracking an index. So it's not trying to beat the market. You're literally just owning the market. So you can buy an index fund of the whole entire stock market. Mm-hmm. So that gives you ownership at that point or whatever the stock market does, that's what your returns would be. So it, it takes out any type of thought process. It takes out any type of, um, research on an individual company and mm-hmm. for you know whatever amount that you want to put in you own the whole stock market for sure and these can include like for instance if you want to do an index fund uh, specifically on sports gambling an index fund specifically right. on tech companies that is correct right so yeah you can get into a mutual fund where somebody has collected those things together um, whether it be like uh, sports stocks uh, it can be you know weed stocks are a huge thing right now mm-hmm. um, whatever sector or whatever um, you know category that interests you you can get a mutual fund that includes all of those stocks. Absolutely, yeah. For sure, man. So, uh, you know, as we segue to, you know, a lighter side, but something that's going to be real personal for you, Ask You Financial. You mentioned earlier when you and Rob were speaking that you started in March. Um, And so far, man, the pedal's on the metal, man. Like, you're Mm -hmm. constantly going. You're pushing out content. uh, You're pushing out seminars and programs so people can really tap into your business. Mm -hmm. Um, But dive into it for us, man. Like, why start it right now? You know, we were right. in a whole pandemic. Yeah. You know, why start a business right now? Why go ahead and, you know, say, like, this is something that I want to uh, bet on myself on? And so far, man, you've been doing a great job, bro. Absolutely. Now, I appreciate that. So it started with, I had an aunt, um, and we were super, super close. And, and I've always been, like, the finance, Excel spreadsheet, the super, mm-hmm. you know, watch what you're doing with your money. I've always been that person. So <laughs> everybody in my family has always, like, you know, known me as that. Yeah, and not just, Julius though. Not, I was about to say, is, is, it, is, is it Julius? Julius? Is it close, Julius? Close, close. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it ain't that bad. But, uh, but yeah, yo, my aunt hit me up and was like, hey, you know, I want to do X, Y, and Z. I want to, you know, pay my car off. I want to do certain things with, uh, you know, not to, you know, disfold, divulge any of her information, but I want to do certain things. I have these financial goals that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, bet. Let me just help you out. This is way before I ask you finally. This was like last year. You're not even thinking about it. Not even think. Listen, I'm like you said, my pops was an entrepreneur. I was the guy like, yo, I'm going to work a corporate job. I'm cool with that. I don't, wanna, with that. I don't yeah. want the headaches or the entrepreneurship, any of that stuff. So right. I was the furthest away from it. Um, but I helped her out. She was able to pay her car off, get her own spot, um, you know, do X, Y, and Z, all of the goals that she wanted to do, she was able to meet, you know, through my help. And just the expressions that she was able to provide me and like her joy that she got from, you know, reaching those goals and from my help and all of that stuff. I was like, 
yo, this makes me feel super good. And mm-hmm. I know there's so many other people that deserve this same feeling that she has. Mm. I mean, I was like, man, it's, it's, it's literally, I'm being led to it, you know, by the grace of God and thank God for it. Because like you said, it has been good since I created it. But I was like, man, I want to help people no matter their age, no matter their money, no matter what it is, just reach their financial goals because we're all in different spots. Whether person A may need to grow their savings, person B may have their savings, but they want to start investing. Mm-hmm. Person C may need to get out of credit card debt. You know, we're all in different spots. So I just try to meet everybody where they're at and just help as much as possible, man, because it's not what I try to express to people all the time. Like, it's not the money part that we struggle with as a community. Like, we make money. Right. Yeah. It's what we do with our money that is this, like, that wealth gap. That's where the separation is. Like, we don't have a problem making. We can all hug. We all know how to hustle. We know how to get to some money. We know how to mm-hmm. do all of that. But it's what we do with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's just try, what I'm trying to really, really promote right now with the content, with um, you know, with the seminars, with the new program that I just released with Ask You Financial. Yeah. Um. Just trying to get people to change their mindset around. Like, I, I keep saying mindset because yeah. it's truly what it boils a, yeah. down to. Um. Because the information is not hard to find. The information is not. You could take a finance class, like you can, you know, if you're in school or if you just want to go online and find a finance yeah. class. YouTube University, YouTube University, you can yeah. find personal topics on personal finance, but you could watch it until your head hurt and then wake up and go spend some crazy money on something because you didn't have a mindset transformation. So that's, that's truly, truly what my biggest passion is right now, just getting people to change um, the way they think about money. That's right. real. And you touched on the community a couple times in that yeah. kind of in your last answer. Um, how important is it to you to kind of be? that representation of a black man that has this knowledge and has, you know, is passing this information along to our community. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's huge. It's it's super. That's why I love Earn Your Leisure so much and I don't yeah. mean to keep, you know, big Nah, it's dope because they, I mean, yeah, they like, dope. I mean, it's, yeah. It's real because to see people that look just like us, to see people that um, may have went through similar things that we went through. Mm-hmm. Exposure um, leads to expansion, exactly. man. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, shout out Fred Taylor for that for one. Real, That's not real, my quote. That's not my quote. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait for them boys to get back, man. I love that podcast. Yeah. But, um, no, yeah, man, it's it's super important to me to be as a black man to because for a lot of times people thought like you know in our communities and our culture I don't have enough money or it's too confusing yeah because that that narrative was completely that was continuously like put down on us like yo y'all don't understand it. it's too complicated for y'all to understand or you know not to get super into it we didn't have access to it, it was illegal for us to take advantage of these things or right. you know right, whatever right. it may be. Um, we can get this, into it though. We can, yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. Really, yeah, they didn't want us to read. They didn't want yeah. us reading. They didn't want us learning nothing. They didn't want us, you know, for a long time we couldn't own homes. We couldn't right. do things. But now it's there for us. But now we got to switch from, you know, okay, maybe it's too hard and maybe I don't make enough money. So no, maybe just learn a little bit more. It's, it's not hard at all. Like if you can mm-hmm. understand, we got kids that can unlock an iPhone, you know, they can understand stuff too then. You know, right. they're not, we're very, very smart. Like I said, it's not our, Mental capability is not our pockets. It's just our mindset. Yeah. That's man. all it is. For sure, man. And, you know, going back to the mindset and how you just said, it's all about, one, shifting that mindset and really understanding your money and making your money work for you. And I know one thing, man, when I did tap in with you yeah. back in March, you know, you were like, you know, what like you know what 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 are you currently doing? What are the habits that you currently have? And you really broke down a, a budget for me. Yeah. Um. And I think that's something that's really important too, because more often than none, people kind of equate stock market, uh, making money as oh I have X amount of money in the bank, but you don't even have to have that if you budget your money uh, properly and you're making the correct moves, you can do that. Um. So, 
if you could, man, walk us through like the importance of having a budget yeah. um, and why it is something that uh, ultimately allows us to maximize what we currently have. Yeah, so that's the first step that you got to do, and that's what we provide with ASCII Financial as well. Okay. Um, and I kind of move away from the word budget. You want to have a financial game plan. I know we all have, you know, we like yeah. sports. Gotcha. You got to go into a game with a game plan. You got to, if you go into the gym, you got to have a workout plan. If you're going, if your doctor, you're going to the doctor for health reason, they're going to give you a meal plan. So you got to have with your money, you got to have a financial game that's plan. That's real. And what that's going to let you know is, okay, I have an understanding of how much exactly my bills are. Mm-hmm. I have an understanding of how much I'm going to send to my savings account. I have an understanding of how much I'm going to send to my investment account. I have enough, I mean, I, I know exactly how much I'm, what I call play money is which, how much you're going to spend on clothes, shoes, mm-hmm. uh, movie tickets, concert tickets, whatever it may be, all of that stuff outside of your savings or your um your bills so that play money I know exactly how much I have for the month if it's three hundred dollars it's three hundred dollars mm-hmm. if it's five hundred it's five, whatever it is I know I got to stick to this number mm-hmm. but then also a lot of people stop right there they say what's your your bills uh, savings and your play money ratio so it's just three numbers but that completely leaves out your financial goals we all have right. goals that we want to meet right. we all either want to you know pay our car off sooner we want to mm. get a vacation fund pay off student loans pay off student loans <laughs> whatever everybody, it may be whatever it may be we all yeah. in a different spot everybody has a financial goal so when you just live would you just live on those three numbers it takes that away so i like to add okay what are your financial goals and at the beginning of the month you should know exactly how you're going to get to that you're going to know exactly how much you're going to be putting towards that so if i know i got $1000 in credit card debt Mm-hmm. This month, I know how much my bills are. I'm going how much I'm going to my savings, how much my play money, and I know I'm sending three hundred dollars to my credit card debt. Just because you got to know what I call the three D rule, you got to know every dollar has a determined destination. So every single dollar of your income is going somewhere. Because I ch- like if you don't tell where your dollars, you don't tell your money where to go, then you're gonna wonder where it went at the end mm-hmm. of the month. I like that. That's a gym. Yeah, that's a gym right there. Absolutely. Say that one more time. EID. What was that one more time? Three D. Three D. Three D. I thought I said EID. I'm over here. That's a work time. That's a work time over here. That was a work time. Yeah, no care. That's an EID. So yeah, your three D rule is every dollar of your income deserves. I mean, every you messing me up. Every dollar of your income has a determined destination. Gotcha. That's hard, man. That's a gym right there. I'm not gonna repeat it, man. We're gonna leave it at that. We're gonna replay it, bro. Yeah, man. You know, you said that's one of the first things that y'all start with. Ask you financial. Yeah. creating that financial game plan uh, what other services do you offer um, and I know like this early on I'm sure right. like, you still got some more in the vault that you're creating and crafting right. um, but what else can uh, we expect or should not expect but what you currently are doing at Ask You Financial yes sir so it's two different avenues we have the Trailblazer program which I just released last month mm-hmm. which is a group community based program so it's 90 days um, you'll get access to our Facebook group, which is a private Facebook group for the Trailblazers. You'll get the financial game plan. You'll also get, and you alluded to it earlier, those seminars that I was doing on Instagram. Those are now, um, they were free on Instagram, but, you know, obviously as we continue to grow forward and grow as the business, we want to start monetizing off of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but so those now, you get access to six of those financial seminars, which I held through Zoom biweekly. There's also on the off week of those, you'll get, there's a biweekly group in, uh, group in, question and answer, group question and answer uh, sessions, I'm sorry, Okay. Um, that are included in that. So that is the Trailblazer program, which is, like I said, a 90-day group community-style program where in those seminars we'll cover stock market, life insurance, um, retirement planning, all of these different things that give you the pretty much the uh, perfect um, foundation on everything that you need for personal finances. And you'll also get your game plan so that you know exactly where your money is going to go. I'll break down everything with your goals. It's completely personalized in detail to each person. Um, and then we have one-on-one financial coaching. And that's where it's pretty much we'll break down 
Um, you'll still get your financial game plan, but you're going to be, okay, you tell me, like, say if you come to me for financial coaching one-on-one, yo, Stefan, I need X, Y, and Z. All right, boom, let's do that then. It's no longer just basing it off the seminars that I provide. We're literally going at your speed. So if you need help with, you have no idea how to make your investment account, I'm going to walk you through that. Mm-hmm. If you need a, and you also get a six-month um, financial game plan in terms of how are we going to get out of this, whatever it may be, credit card debt, how are we going to, in six months, how are we going to pay down this car, how are we going to build your savings? It's literally a six-month timeline um, that is built for you to where you understand everything for the next six months, how you're going to get to where you want to get to. For sure. Um, and then, as, like I said, it's client choice where if you need help understanding an IRA, if you need help understanding different life insurance policies, whatever it is for you, um, just one-on-one. It's not the group base. It's literally me sitting down with you, uh, whether it be through Zoom, in person, over the phone, whatever it is, and we're going through exactly your specific details, your specific situation. That's dope. That's dope. So, okay. So to put it in perspective, I'm a recent grad of college. I just got a good, you know, a good paying job, um, but I don't know what to do with my money. I yeah. come to ask you financial. Well, what, where do I start? What's my step to step kind of just give people an idea of what they can kind of expect. I know you kind of just explained that, but just a, yeah. a six pointer or a 10 points. So in terms of once you begin working with me or how you begin working with me? Either. Actually, okay. let's do both. Yeah. So, obviously, we're uh, primarily on Instagram right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow the Ask You Financial underscore page on Instagram. Schedule your consultation call. Uh, well, that'll begin everything right there. We'll decide if you need to be in the Trailblazer. Well, you'll decide if you want to go to the Trailblazer program or if you believe that one-on-one financial coaching is better for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and from that point, it's literally just pedal to the metal. We'll get that financial game plan uh, created for you, fully personalized, fully um, detailed to your goals, whatever it is, your income, your expenses. And from that point, it's literally we start transforming that mindset of, okay, I have no education or I have no knowledge on anything in the stock market or, you know, whatever personal finance related. All right, let's get it going. Let's figure out. We go, all right, this is what the S&P 500 is. This is what the NASDAQ is. This is the Dow Jones. Um, Whatever you may need. And then, obviously, if you're in the Trailblazer program, uh, you'll be in there with those other guys that are um, also in the Trailblazer program. So it's a group-based you know, motivational type thing where everybody is bigging up everybody. We're mm-hmm. trading different stock options. I mean, different stock ideas, different investment ideas um, inside of the fa- Facebook private group. And then, you know, from that point, it's literally, it, it, it boils down to you. It boils down to you. I'm always here. I'm always here to answer any questions. I'm here for motivation. But you got to decide in your mind, like, what's more important? Mm-hmm. Because I can stay up all night and make your financial game plan. I could do it and, like, type until my fingers get sore. But if you go out and I tell you, hey, your play money is $600, but you go out and spend $1,000, then mm-hmm. I wasted my time, you wasted your time, and you know we're going to be back in square one in a couple months. Discipline. Yeah, it yeah. takes discipline. It yeah. takes determination. Yeah. So earlier in the episode, and even just in that last answer, you kind of touched on the S&P. You touched yeah. on index funds. You touched on a lot of different things. And I know you can't give away all the game because they got you know, <laughs> to top into at least the Trailblazer for right. something. But if you were to give, you know, a couple gems away, what would it be? Where should I get started? I got $500 sitting there. Right. Well, you know, where to just to start? The easiest thing I always say, Fidelity has an S&P 500 index fund. Um, and it, the exact ticker name is, is, is escaping me right now. But it's literally, there's a minimum of $0, so you can get started with a dollar. Mm-hmm. You get on the spot, right? No, that's that's a different one. Okay, uh, that's that is another uh, S and P five hundred okay. mutual okay. fund. No, but Fidelity's that may I don't know exactly that may come with a minimum. For sure, but I just know Fidelity's doesn't have a uh, the minimum is a dollar, but it takes at least a dollar to get started. Start right there. It doesn't take a whole lot of money. You get ownership of five hundred of the biggest companies. That's your Amazons, your Googles, your WalMarts, um, literally everything that you can think of. All of the big stuff you get ownership of that. That's the easiest way to get started. It's 
less you can get started with a dollar and you get ownership of all of that stuff. So you don't have to worry about um, digging through financial reports. You don't have to worry about, okay, Apple had a bad quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now all my investment's going to go down. Now, if Apple had a bad uh, report, Amazon could be doing good and it's going to balance out. Um, and like I said, we talked before, over years, it's average 10% a year. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not saying that's going to go up 10% this year. It may be up 40% mm-hmm. this year and then down 20% next year. But over time, and that's why we mentioned. It's more likely to go to the right. It's, uh, the stock market is always going to go up and to the right. It's literally right. the principles of uh, society. We They give us a stimulus check not to just put it in our pockets. They give it to us to go spend money right. at Amazon, at Walmart, whatever it may be. Those places, revenue goes up as long as they're doing what they're supposed to do on the expense side. Their profit goes up, and then their stock price goes up. It's literally it's meant in our a capitalistic society mm-hmm. for the stock market to go up and to the right. Right, sure. most definitely. So you touched you touched on you know what I'm saying I guess the fidelity um, S and P 500 um, and how it's minimum of a dollar, right? So yeah. help me understand how I can own Amazon, which stock price is what probably like a band. Yeah, um, yeah. so I can own Amazon with a dollar down. Can you kind of explain that for someone who might not understand exactly right. what that means? Yep, so the S&P 500 is just an index. Mm-hmm. Uh, an index is just a group of stocks that they're using to track. So you have the S&P 500, you have the Dow Jones, you have the NASDAQ, you have the Russell 1000 and Russell 2000. And, mm-hmm. those are just, and there's some other ones, but those are just index uh, indexes. That way, it's a way that they group stocks together. Okay. Um, it's not necessarily a price for that one thing. It's not necessarily a, um, like a stock, like an individual stock. Like you can just go buy Apple, like you said, Amazon is like a thousand. So it's not priced like that. It's just mm-hmm. an index, and that's what they mean by oh, the stock market is up, the stock market is down. They're talking about those indexes. Mm-hmm. So an index fund just buys into that index. It tracks that index that you, uh, whatever you want to do. It could be the NASDAQ, the Dow Jones. I just, you know, like to stick to the S&P 500. It's mm-hmm. the most popular one. Um, so you're getting ownership of the S&P 500, and your money is going to do exactly what the S&P 500 does. Mm-hmm. So it's literally owning the market instead of trying to beat the market, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So, like, if you go to a regular mutual fund, um, which is like a financial person owns this, they're putting the stocks together, they're deciding when they buy and sell, mm-hmm. they're trying to beat the market. That's like a Vanguard, right? All of them, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. they're everywhere. Everybody has actively managed mutual funds. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to beat the market. So if the stock market brought back 10%, they're trying to get at least 11%. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, owning these index funds, you're going to do exactly what the stock market does. And literally, okay. there's research that shows these index funds, over time, outperform these actively managed mutual funds. Okay. So you're getting exactly what the stock market does without having to pay someone because you got to pay somebody to manage those mm-hmm. uh those, um, those mutual funds, funds yeah. you're getting better than that without having to pay somebody for that. Yeah. So it's it's simple to just own, to just buy the stock market. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like if you could, I'm trying to make it plain. Like if you could, uh, if you could just buy Foot Locker, you get all the shoes in there. Oh, you know, so whatever. Uh, you know where they buy and sell. Sh- well, what's the app? I mean, what's the StockX? StockX. Yeah, stock yeah. Mm-hmm. just buy StockX instead of trying to get one shoe that goes up in price and then it may go, you know, whatever happened without mm-hmm. having to worry about that, just buy StockX. It's mm-hmm. the same exact concept. For sure. Yes, definitely. So you've touched on S&P 500 index funds and different things. So as you grow in kind of your investing journey, where else do you see yourself investing? Um, you know, let's say real estate. Let's yeah. say, you know, maybe, um, well, you already invested in the business, but other things like that. Uh, I definitely want to get into uh, Airbnb was a big thing, like mm-hmm. the short-term rental side. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I think that things, so it's kind of like things like jet skis, things like, uh, obviously I ain't, 
one day I might get there, but to buy a boat, I don't know about that. But mm-hmm. I think short term rentals is is where I want to head to because um, I think Airbnb showed us a blueprint mm-hmm. that can be easily you know duplicated, not easily duplicated, but that'd be duplicated good because like you have the long term, uh, excuse me, leases where you you find somebody to rent the house out, they pay you a, a rent every month. Which is dope. Like, it's nothing wrong with that. But right. it's shown that people that be on these Airbnbs make so much more money because it's literally every weekend. Somebody, yeah, everybody, yeah. somebody else is in there. Mm-hmm. And that can be done with, um, you know, like I said, jet skis, mm-hmm. boats, uh, we, you know, those those scooters that you see downtown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. You I want to cars. Mm-hmm. Cars. You yeah. can do short-term rentals. Yeah. Um, so I really want to get into that at some point. Or That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. So we talked about the future a little bit. You know, you just talked about kind of your future investments or your future uh, goals for that. Um, but earlier you also touched on, you know, uh, the podcast. You yeah. touched on the seminars. So what can we expect to continue to see and see in the future for Ask You Financial? Absolutely. Uh, definitely more and more content coming out on the Ask You Financial page. Uh, just trying to get more and more people to join the Trailblazer program, to tap in with individual coaching. That's never going to stop. So with the podcast, we want to get that started within the next three to six months. Okay. Um, I, I think that's going to be very, very big. Hopefully, I can get to the level of you guys uh, when it comes Amen. to podcasting. <laughs> but, you know, it's still some work to do on that side. Um, but it, it'll be here, you know, soon. It'll be here very soon. I'm Most very excited definitely. about that, too. Word. Yeah. Definitely yeah. looking forward to that, man. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. Hopefully, like I said, uh, I want to kind of merge Dave Ramsey and Earn Your Leisure, like those two platforms, mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to just getting the content out and also helping people like Dave Ramsey actually... Uh, you know, does some financial coaching and then earn your leisure, uh, definitely gets out the content. So I kind of want to combine those two mm-hmm. and kind of put it one um, with Ask You Financial Podcast. Make sure to plug us with the uh, at name one more time. Yes, sir. So the Instagram is at Ask You Financial, A-S-K-E-W, financial, and then underscore. That's for the main page. And then the podcast is at Ask You Financial Podcast. Word. Definitely. Yeah, Most man, definitely. that's going to be dope too, man. We need more spaces like that. Like you said, Earn Your Leisure, Dave Ramsey. Yeah. Um, you know, Ask You Financial Podcast is going to be up there as well, man. You oh, know, yeah. we want to give you your flowers. Like you said, you know, March, it's, you know, behind us. But, bro, right now, man, in the present, man, you're doing it, man. And we appreciate what you're doing, bro. Most definitely. So, I appreciate y'all. Most yes, definitely. Sir. So before we get up out of here, we like to end with a segment we like to call Bad Grammar. It's a challenge. But you got it. You know what I'm saying? You got it. <laughs> Here we go. And so basically what it is, we're going to give you a tough word, and you're going to do your best to pronunciate it. Oh, and so, man. yeah. You <laughs> up? Yeah, you so y'all going to show me what it looked like? Oh, I'm going to show you. Oh, okay, gonna show, right. gonna show, yeah, gonna show, yeah I did not show. pick these today, too. Yeah, these oh, words man. is, these probably, I would say these probably the top two for the season. Yeah. All right. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. So we got those two right under that cop, uh, category. All right. First we got, man. Ah, uh, uh, hold on. <laughs> Ali Ithma. Ali, Alex Ithimia. That's your final answer? Alex Ithimia. Yeah. Okay, Alex Ithimia. Sound like some disease, bro. I thought that was quiet. My fault, my fault. <laughs> Alexis Amia. Alexithamia. Alexithamia. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I would <laughs> not sound like something crazy. Yeah. All right, next we got uh, uh, Fibber to Gibbet. <laughs> That's right. I feel like that got to be right. All right, say it one more time. Oh, for, I forgot to just see the G in there now. Hold up. Uh, fibber to Gibbet. 
I said the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Final answer. Fibber to gibbet. All right. Flipper the gibbet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, 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 We're going to give you that one. We're going to give you that one. Yeah. Yeah, that was hard. So, okay. So, the first word, I got to. Alexithymia. Alexithymia means inability to express one's feelings. Okay. You might can use that one. Okay. You, know you might can throw that, that out. Go crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and then. Fliberty gibbet. Fliberty gibbet is a frivolous, flightfully, what, flibber, frivolous, flighty, or excessively talkative person. Mm. Okay. Okay. Fliberty gibbet. Fliberty gibbet. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you if you listen to the podcast, you might can throw a word out and impress a crowd. And be really? Like, what is that? But hey, flipper the gibbet, flipper the gibbet. Yeah, those those wild, those, amigo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, flipper the gibbet. That's a wild stuff there, man. But bro, man, last but not least, man, before we get out of here, man, the last thing that we always like to do, we like to do something called free game. Um, this is just an opportunity for you to give us, you know, just the last word of. Something that gets you through the day, something that has constantly been with you since you've been an entrepreneur um, with your financial journey, man. So any free game that you just want to drop on us before we get out of here. Yes, sir, man. Everything you do, man, give God the glory. Um, Take control of your finances as soon as you can, man. And just get that mindset switch. Get that mindset. And instead of being a consumer, take control of yourself. Treat yourself like a business, um, you know, and, and give yourself the step ahead that you deserve. Man, that's real, bro. Stefan, ask you in the yes, building sir. with us, man. Yes, Before sir. we tap uh, tap out, man, uh, plug in, plug yourself in one more time. Uh, what's your website, uh, socials, and if people want to make that consultation with we'll Ask You Financial? Yes, sir. So the Instagram once again is at Ask You Financial underscore as A S K E W. The podcast is at Ask You Financial Podcast. Um, my website is askyoufinancial.com. You can use the link in the Instagram's bio to schedule your consultation, sign up for the Trailblazer program, sign up for the next seminar, all of those things. And then you can email at contact at askyoufinancial.com. I think that's it. For sure, man. Hey, yes, and sir. all this information will be provided in the uh, information box for our episode, so be sure to tap in. Uh, Rod, any last words, bro? Man. Nah, I don't got nothing. I think it was a lot of gems dropped. I tried to say what came to my heart, but I think it was, you know, everything that needed to be said was said. It was a really good episode. 100%, man. Like I said, Stefan, bro, man, we appreciate your time. Yes, we appreciate you pulling up to the stew, man. Like I said, I know you since way back, man, bro. It's an impressive and one, man. Uh, and then secondly, bro, just to see what you're doing, bro, for so many other people in the community, bro. We support you, bro, and we always going to rock with you, bro. So thank you. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all for having me. This is super, super dope, man. I love what y'all doing. Appreciate that's love, bro. That's love, man. Hey, from Good Taste, Bad Grammar, Stefan Askew. This is episode three, and we're out of here. Yes, sir. Appreciate you joining us for another episode of Good Taste, Bad Grammar. Be sure to follow us on social media at Good Taste, Bad Grammar. And like, share, subscribe, and comment on Apple and Spotify podcasts. And don't forget to leave that five-star rating. Peace.